episode 27 with Victor Pellegrino on the Nine Point Start With A Dream podcast. Welcome to Nine Point Started With A Dream podcast. Our goal is to showcase the stories of athletes and the community that supports them by being authentic about their journey. Here's your host, Jacoby Gillum. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. This episode, we have Victor Pellegrino of Victory Grips. Victor has a great story and great journey here, kind of what he's doing now, kind of taking that ordinary man extraordinary. He really advanced the game for Crawford and making things more efficient and more usable in their hands and what they're doing. So, great story here, great journey, and a lot of value, kind of how he's getting things going. So, here we go. So, the question I start with playing when I come to one is when you were younger as an athlete, what was one of your bigger dreams or goals you wanted to achieve? Well, I guess my true athletic career started with um, with gymnastics. I got into this. I get into the sport of gymnastics kind of late um, compared to uh, most athletes. I was 12 years old. Um, I was inspired by the 1984 Olympics, um, and uh, so I, you know, my goal was to be on Olympic stage as a gymnast. And um, of course, starting at 12, that was not the best time to start you know the best time to start is like when you're about five um so but dove head in to uh gymnastics absolutely loved it um and by the uh by the time i was about 16 or 17 i realized i was not good enough to go to the olympics um and that was a totally different level but uh, um i wasn't bad um, but just not at that Olympic level and had a choice to, to go, um, you know, to college thinking about being collegiate gymnast or, or just kind of change courses. And so I ended up changing courses, got into, uh, actually got into co-ed competitive cheerleading and then actually, uh, performing, um, as a gymnast or an acrobat working for Disney, um, and Universal Studios in Orlando as a, as a performer. But, uh, but so from an athletic standpoint, you know, this whole journey started off with, with gymnastics and, you know, that's where, you know, of course, as gymnasts, we used dowel grips and, and that was, that was essentially the, the really beginning, the catalyst of this whole thing that's kind of turned into a, into a career. Awesome. So what about gymnastics kind of drew you to it as, you know, as that 12 year old? Um, well, it's just, just a superhuman feast. It was really cool to see what people could do, um, you know, do with their bodies, you know, in a very dynamic way, all the flipping, all the swinging, um, the balance and the flexibility. And, and then also from a, um, physiology standpoint I just I thought the the athletic um look of a of a gymnast was pretty cool um and I was like man I want I want some muscles like that (laughs) um so uh you know that's uh that was the draw um and that really started my fitness journey I've been involved in fitness ever since I you know once I started you know in developing from a muscular standpoint in gymnastics kind of got hooked on that, uh, on, on building and, and, uh, building my body stronger, faster, more flexible, and then more muscular, um, got into, uh, got into bodybuilding a little bit after gymnastics ended up studying my academic background. I was graduated from Florida state in a fitness related field. So just been a, 
been a student of fitness pretty much all my life, or especially since I was about 12 when I started to appreciate uh, what what fitness does to the body or what exercise and sports do to the body. Uh, so, you know, I was, uh, you know, that ended up turning into a career as a personal trainer, a coach, whether it be a gymnastics coach or whether it be, you know, training people of all aspects of life from, you know, from kids all the way up to elderly people and everybody in between. And then, of course, as everybody does in the, in the fitness industry, you can't be in the fitness industry and not not know about CrossFit and got into CrossFit about at two, in 2009 is when I first started CrossFit. And I couldn't believe I hadn't really heard about it then, you know, before that, because it was starting to really flourish at that point in time. Um, and so just like everybody else ends up getting hooked, um, getting addicted to it, um, the, the training, the, uh, you know, the excitement to be able to compete again, especially for old athletes. You know, it was like, wow, I can compete at this. This is great. This is fun. It's kind of giving me a little bit of a resurgence of just going to the gym and doing three sets of 10. <laughs> I actually had a goal and had different aspects to perfect like Olympic lifting or being able to bring in my gymnastics um, background into it was gigantic for me. So I ended up owning, um, started owning an affiliate, started an affiliate with actually the guy that got me into CrossFit. Um, he, he led the charge. I, I joined him in the journey and then eventually uh, he went, he wanted to leave the business. I bought him out. Um, and then, during that time around 2011 was when the the grips my idea of the grips was uh was um was born um yeah uh, during that journey i also have a uh, master's degree in design and design management from the savannah college of art and design so kind of molding my gymnastics background my fitness background, my experiences in CrossFit, um, as they were at the time, uh, and started conceptualizing, uh, started conceptualizing the grips, just seeing how people's hands got trashed, knowing, seeing what was out there, and nobody had really taken an, uh, taken a true inspiration from, from the sport that actually spawned grips for for bar work or for ring work and so I took I took my um took all that knowledge all that background and started conceptualizing victory grips so that was the very very beginning and that actually that that conceptualization started with a with a buddy and I we who I went to uh went to SCAD with and we were roommates after our uh, master's degree and we were drinking bourbon on our deck and so over some drinks that's that's where it all started very cool over over the bourbon very cool yep <laughs> <laughs> so so what about so so how did you kind of just start thinking like i want to be the person that kind of innovates the sport i want to be the one that makes the difference besides just owning a gym what kind of gave you that that feeling that i want to make that difference in terms of the grips is that what you're asking specifically or yeah so, so like what kind of inspired you to kind of to want to take on this, this the challenge to kind of be the innovator for the sport well 
seeing that there was an opportunity of what was out there at the time, which was really nothing really. Um, and, and this was, again, this was in 2011 when I, when, when the conceptualization started. Uh, and so I, I've always been intrigued by companies or designers that make, that take something that's kind of ordinary and make it extraordinary. Um, a big inspiration for me is, is was Nike. Um, they, they took a running shoe and at the time back in the, uh, I believe it was late sixties or seventies. Um, they, uh, the, the running shoe was very basic rudimentary. It wasn't helping athletes perform. And there was a, you know, a track coach over in, uh, in Oregon who, um, you know, no pun intended, ran with, with his ideas and started developing a more sophisticated shoe. And we, you know, the rest is history where they ended up going, you know, high performance, aesthetic style. Um, and that's kind of been my inspiration uh, is to take something that's ordinary, making it, making it extraordinary. Uh, and so of course you can't use gymnastics scripts as they are in the sport of gymnastics, like with the dowel or the type of leather and, and put it into the sport of, of CrossFit or functional fitness and, and make it perform as you want it to. So they're, you know, looking at what are the preferences of athletes? What are they doing? How is it different from gymnastics? And realizing that, you know, where the protection needs to be, how, what, what are the different, uh, how they should function within a workout. So they need to be comfortable. They need to be, um, they need to be easily um, removed or they need to be able to accommodate various different movements without taking them off or they just need to actually help an athlete increase, you know, their, their potential just through the aspect of a piece of material on their hands. And so how does that work seamlessly for, for that functional fitness athlete? Uh, so it's, it's just kind of, you know, and then also the side thing is wanting, I've always been intrigued by sports, always liked coaching. I always want to help people get better at what they do um, in their sport. And so that's a big motivator for me. That's kind of like the higher purpose is helping athletes get better. And that's my way of coaching It's now and, uh, and also contributing to the sport. Very cool. So kind of go back a little bit. So say if I'm lifting right now, that first I'm kind of hearing about victory grips. How would you describe them to say that the football player, or that player listening to this, well, how would you describe what, what, what the grips are. Okay. So grips, if used correctly, if you know how to use grips correctly, can instantly increase your power. And in just that moment, you could literally be able to increase the number of reps in a given set of whether it be chest to bar pull-ups or any type of kipping pull-up, uh, bar muscle up, or even ring muscle ups and also increase your efficiency. Your grip is not going to wear out. Uh, and, and, and of course, it's going to protect your hands. So there's both performance and a protection aspect in the grips. And they also help out with other, and other movements, such as deadlifts or kettlebell swings. Um, and, and it's all about 
understanding how the hand works and utilizing um, and utilizing the grips to your advantage. So it's a it's a piece of equipment, kind of like cleats. Um, if I was explaining it to a football player, given the type of ground you're on, it's going to give you traction. It's going to give you power and agility, um, and it's also going to protect. So that's essentially, you know, your in, in CrossFit or in functional fitness is, your, you know, your hands are just as important as your feet. Definitely, because when you get those blisters and calluses, it start, you start feeling after a while. Oh yeah, yeah, and you know a certain amount of you need a certain amount of calluses, you know, in, in in this sport, you need to build up the dexterity, or not the dexterity, but the disposition of your hands, the skin of your hands, just like like muscles, you know, they adapt to um, to impose demand. But nothing is gonna, you know, if let's say you're doing Murph, you know, you're doing Murph barehanded, it can be done, but your hands are not gonna feel good at the end of it. So when you were so year one, what was what was that journey like? So you had the idea, you started making making products, started making that journey. What was that first year like for you? Oh man, I was it was I, I still I keep all the prototypes that I have. I literally keep everything that I made over the years. And so I just started this idea. So the you know there's a couple of things where it you know I wanted I knew I wanted to protect the wrist um, for during false grip for people doing you know, strict muscle-ups or some people even use a false grip, which you really shouldn't for kipping muscle-ups, but a lot of people do. Um, so I wanted to protect the wrist um, uh, and I wanted them to feel and function like gymnastics grips, but have the comfort um, for you know, needed for the sport of functional fitness and CrossFit. So I literally was <laughs> taking like gloves and chopping them up and uh, like just to kind of get a conceptual idea of you, you know just rough prototyping just constantly rough prototyping with all sorts of uh, of materials and and then um I realized I needed to buy a sewing machine <laughs> and taught myself how to sew and well before that I was using a lot of glue um and you know just started experimenting with different types of uh of leather leather was tried and true i was like okay it's got to be leather that's what all grips are made of i'm gonna you know just gonna make them out of leather uh and so you know with a lot of rough prototyping and playing with them and first you know i was i always experiment with you know i'm the product tester still do a lot of that that a lot of that today so i started making my own grips and then i got to the point where i'm like wow actually these are starting to function correctly and they feel pretty good. So I started selling them to the members of my gym to help me just kind of fund the, uh, the idea, you know, I was selling them dirt cheap and they knew what I was doing and I was constantly measuring people's hands, you know? So before that I was like, Hey, let me see your hand. I need to measure it. Uh, and so I was just doing this, big um anthropometric study to study of you know the the size and shape of a, of a body part which is was the hands and looking at the averages and looking at how hands are shaped and the different how all hands are different uh from one person to the next from a male to a female uh and realizing i needed to have a male line and a female line because women's hands are more slender even though they might have the same length as a man the hands are more slender so it's kind of like 
it makes sense. So you have men's and women's clothing, they fit different, they're cut different. Uh, and so started making, uh, making these uh, functional, more functional prototypes and people started liking them. Um, and I kept, and then, and it was an on and off again, you know, kind of journey because I was, had a business coaching an affiliate, uh, owning an affiliate and, you know, sometimes this life gets in the way and, but I kept kind of plugging away at it. And, and so that first year was, you know, it's, it's been a not that the, that first year is still feels the same as it is now because I'm still designing the grips are still evolving. I'm I'm I my goal is to just make the most incredible feeling grip that's universal that everybody would like but that's more aspirational because you're never going to find something that 100% of the people are going to like you know whether in material or in design so that's what keeps me motivated but uh but yeah it's been a constant iteration design process and I got um so I had a member of my gym who was a patent attorney, um, intellectual property attorney with a very large um, law firm, uh, intellectual property law firm. And I started just consulting with him and saying, is this patentable? And, and I was, and so he kind of led me or counseled me through, mentored me through that, through that intellectual property perspective and so eventually we were able to file I filed a provisional patent tweak the design and then we eventually filed the actual application and that process took um, several years uh, to get done as any um, as any uh, patent process does and we finally got a utility patent um, through the United States um, Patent and Trademark Office and 2017. So last year, March of last year is when we got the utility patent because there's two patents, two types of patents. I don't know if you know about this. There's a design patent and a utility patent. A design patent just has to do with the aesthetics, the f just the actual how it looks. Um, and, and it's kind of very narrow in scope. Um, as opposed to a utility patent, it all has to do with function and the utility patents are much harder to get because uh, they're dealing with function they they're not just dealing with aesthetics it's how the whole form in, influences the function so the the scope of the of our patent now has to do with the unique configuration of the grips that translates on how they function so what I mean by that that you can see in, in our grips is they they just have a very unique shape, very curvilinear. They all these curves um, in the grip function for a specific reason, and that reason is to make sure that the hand could function, um, could articulate naturally um, without hindrance. There's no superfluous material anywhere. They don't feel clunky. They just should feel comfortable. They should feel intuitive. Uh, they shouldn't get in your head um, when you're trying to perform like this does not feel natural or there's too much material hanging off here or there. Uh, so a lot of work was put into making sure that they work seamlessly with your hand and your wrist. And we're still improving that. We're still doing, um, continuing 
making amendments to that patent, keeping that patent alive as the um, as the grips evolve and become just a little bit more sophisticated. I didn't know about the patent stuff, so that's definitely a lot of value to learn. In those early years, how did you go about building your brand reputation? Like how you kind of, like you say, you kind of started with, with, with your own gym, kind of giving them out to people and let them buy them like for a lower price. But as time grew, how did you kind of go from making it where it was a thing to being a big business? Well, the um, that all about all had to do with timing and um, the right scenario and just taking the leap. Ended up, well, I got married and we, my wife and I had a child. And so during that whole first year, I was involved with the grid league that I told you about. And so the, the, uh, I was training, you know, about three or four hours a day you know, for grid, had a coach. My coach was uh, Jason Leiden, who owns CrossFit Milford, and he's coached several games athletes. So I was training my ass off, um, owning an affiliate, still kind of playing with the grit, having a child, having a kid, doing grid. And, but the opportunity with, with what grid did was put me in the circle of a lot of games athletes. You know, I was first with, on the, uh, New York Rhinos with, I didn't make, I, I was, I rode the pine, you know, so, um, on that year, but I was on the team with, on a team with Matt Frazier, Annie Thor's daughter, Easy Muhammad, uh, Chelsea Hughes, you know, we were, um, some, some really names that are still known today, obviously. Um, and then, um, the second year I was on the Phoenix Rise, which I, I was on a team with, um, with Marcus Philly uh, and Bjork Odin's daughter. Both of them are my, some of my sponsored athletes. Uh, Easy Muhammad as well. It's one of our sponsored athletes. So I was able to pick their brain and show them the grips and just have a relationship with them. And that helped later on. But what I finally, once, once, uh, my, once grid was over, once that, adventure was over i decided to sell the affiliate and i had the crossfit identity in atlanta and had uh, two buddies that wanted to get into the business i sold them the business they're they're kicking ass today but uh so that gave me the time to really focus on the grits my luckily my wife had a, a very good good job she was a consultant project manager so i was mr mom um stay at home dad for a while getting the business going, doing all the final touches. And then we finally made the, um, launched the company. And, uh, when, when we launched, when, when we finally launched the company, it was the year that Dave Castro announced strict muscle ups and the, in the regional first time strict muscle ups were in a regional. Everybody's freaking out. Everybody's practicing strict muscle ups like it was their job. And, um, and, tearing up their wrists and I saw Emily Bridgers and I and, and I knew Emily Bridgers before she was before she was famous just kind of through the Atlanta kind of circuit of uh of CrossFit and I actually did my L1 at the gym she belonged to at the time and uh so she posted something like her wrist was just trashed on on Instagram about from doing strict muscle ups, and I knew she didn't wear grips, even though she was a a gymnast. Um, she was a, a gym dog, one of the female UGA gymnasts. And so I messaged her, and I was like, Emily, 
are your wrists, your wrists are trapped, huh? And she goes, yes. And I'm like, I got something for you. I'm coming to your gym now. (laughs) And so I, I introduced her to the grips and actually converted her to actually using grips. She actually saw the, the benefits of them. So Emily's just an amazing person, just very humble. She's just willing to help. And she's a great coach in that aspect. So she posted on uh, like right after I right after I launched and I'll, and they made that announcement. Castro made that announcement about strict muscle ups. She made a post and she's not wasn't sponsored or anything. And you know, she she made a post about the grips and she's like, these grips really helped me um, with my with you know with the strict muscle ups and and then that it just all of a sudden things just took off like followers started coming you could literally look at our dashboard on instagram or on on our e-commerce platform and just looking at all the activity all the sales all the followers and it was crazy that was like a crazy week it was just like a whole week of that so i owe a lot of gratitude for her kind of you know creating some momentum and so i you know i i reached out i leveraged my network of friends that were um, you know, regional and games caliber athletes, and it just kind of took off. We were started so globally the first week, uh, and it's just the power of social media and how how um, close um, knit the CrossFit community is, and that just helped just spread like wildfire. Um, kind of kind of wasn't expecting all that because I was literally sewing all the grips myself I had a I found a guy to do a rabbit hole research who does my does and he still does it he's he's up in Iowa my production team is in Iowa we do everything in the United States that was that's been really important to me and so I was doing all the sewing myself in the garage and it was crazy Um, but eventually we got a sewing team in, in Iowa as well it's actually this guy's neighbors the whole um family of uh leather craftsmen um they they do all the sewing for the grit so it just it just kind of was you know right the right people the right timing the right scenarios uh that kind of made it kind of blow up and and the momentum is still going strong today we're we're still on a on a growth trajectory year after year that's a cool story right there like just just how just like one shout out almost kind of just really in the right position at the right time, just really just catapulted everything. So, so when that mm-hmm. happened, well, like, what was your, like, what was like your personal reaction when you got all the orders come in? Were you like, how am I going to fill all these? Or what was like that, that initial reaction for you? I was more like, holy shit. Am <laughs> 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 uh, I, you know, we were just like, oh my goodness, this has happened. Um, so we, we were just like, literally it was, it was just became constant. Um, luckily, we were able to get a nanny <laughs> for my son. Uh, at the time, I was in the garage and uh, making grips, filling orders. Um, my wife would, luckily, she worked um, predominantly from home. Uh, so <laughs> she would be on conference calls, helping me out, you know, w- with filling orders and and uh, putting all the grips together and um, so it was a team effort you know I was so lucky that I had her at home to help and you know she's um, 
I'm more of a creative person, kind of all over the place, and she's very data oriented. She's a creative person herself, but she's just she's just locked on. She has a lot more um, practical sense than I do, um, intelligence, and so she's helped you know keep the business on point from a business perspective. I focus on product development, and so you know we realized you know it's just it's this it's just been a constant learning experience because I realized that in this game of grip, the grip game, as I call it, the design and materials that they're made of is just as important design and materials. They're just pretty much equal. Um, and I have been hell been on, you know, I learned a lot about leather. Leather has its variances. It's, thickness it's uh different thicknesses different uh, textures and um and there's so many variances and flaws with leather that we go through such a in-depth process of literally matching every single grip to make sure that like we measure it for thickness we measure it we we feel it for texture we inspect it for flaws and then we match each grip accordingly so leather is a very um, temperamental um, material. It's a it's skin. It's a natural material, so it lacks consistency. But it's tried and true, and people love. There's some big leather diehard fans, but then, but it's not the end all be all. And I and so I was. I'm always a person of that says there's got to be a better way. So we started coming out with um, what is our stealth line, which is a high-performance microfiber. And how I discovered that material is a guy by the name of Scott Carpenter. I was research, I was uh, online looking at, you know, I had a couple of people reach out and say, hey, do you, as, do you have any vegan-friendly grips? And I'm like, I don't. They're leather. Um, but it put the question in my head. And so I started researching vegan, vegan-friendly um uh sport uh sporting goods and so i came across this guy scott carpenter he owns carpenter trade uh which is a baseball glove company he was a longtime designer for a major baseball um glove designer and with the same questions i he said I, there's got to be a better mousetrap and so he created the first fully synthetic baseball glove which was nearly a whole pound lighter i think to be specific you know i think it was about three quarter pounds uh three quarter of a pound lighter than your typical leather baseball glove which makes a gigantic difference um for for the ball players and he had a made he started getting this really big following from major league baseball players and because he makes everything custom um and so I reached out to him and said, you know, I told him, you know, what I'm doing. And he was gracious enough to send me some samples of the materials he uses and put me in touch with the company that produces these materials. And that's where the stealth grips came out of. So that material really create, started creating some really cool, uh, cool things. Like it was, it's washable, it's light, it's, it's very strong for how, for how thin it is. And so I was thinking, gosh, you know, this, 
maybe, you know, how, how can we just keep on finding something that I could, my goal is I leather is great and bad, but I would love to find something that beats it. Um, that all around is better. So, you know, we, I am now coming out with a thicker version of that stealth material. We're launching that, uh, and, October. So this is the first time I'm saying it publicly. <laughs> and this material, it, it's still the self material. Um, it's still washable, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's as thick as leather, but it's super soft like leather. It's like broken in leather. It's a very comfortable grip. And the reason why I'm bringing that out is some people need a thicker material for the protection of their hands. They need a little bit more cushion. A lot of the larger athletes, like Travis Mayer, for instance, he said it. Um, he said it well. He's like, I need, I need a material that I feel like I could like really dig into with my hands. And so he's tested this out, and he absolutely loves it. He goes, this really feels like leather. It's very comfortable, has great grip. Um, and so we're launching that um, in October. And then we also, I also have a collaboration with a company that engineers some rubber coated materials and for the military for the US military they're they're a North Carolina based company and so we've been collaborating on trying to find the best composition of materials for grips and it's just been amazing you know working working with this company they've you know they the engineer I'm working with he's a crossfitter he understands it he's a former uh, actually collegiate football player um, so he under and he's a big guy. He was a lineman, so he understands like the need for protection for protecting a big guy's hands and where all goes into it. So we're very close <laughs> to to the to coming out, which which I think is a really good material that I'm designing specifically for powder coated bars, because powder coated bars a lot of people say they're slick or or they get slick or and but that's exactly what you compete on if you're on. Um, if you're competing in the CrossFit Games series, whether in the regionals or in the games or most gyms, if you're doing a local or regional throwdown or even Wadapalooza for that matter, you're going to be on powder-coated bars. So we uh, we're very close to coming out with this this uh, a material that is super damn grippy, um, and it's totally legal. It doesn't have tack or anything, so it's not going to be flagged. But it just, it's like a high-performance tire on a road. Um, so that launch date is to be determined. But it just, the the constant iteration process of trying to find the best material, tweaking the design to accommodate that material because you just can't have, you know, you, know, I, you just can't have the same design just because of the nature of the material. You just kind of kind of tweak things. Um, so it's a it's a constant process it's a constant design process and an exploratory process um and and also i involve athletes in every single aspect of the design process i have um i just don't design in a vacuum i have our sponsored athletes i have customers that like if, if form relationships with customers they email me they have a particular issue with their grips or they they or you know, they, whether, whether grips rip, you know, it's a two millimeter or less piece of material. And it's like, Hey, my grips rip. I was doing this. This is my body weight. And I'm like, and I'm like, so I take those scenarios and, and bring them into the process. It's like, okay, let's work together. You obviously are hard on grips. 
I'm going to help. I, I need your, I need your input. And so I have over a, a pool of a hundred different athletes from games athletes to your regular gym goer, goer um, of all different body types that I collaborate with. And, and that group is like constantly changes and I, um, where I constantly bring people into that group. So I'm really truly designing with the community, with the athletes involved because, you know, essentially it's, it's who it's for. I need their help. Wow. Okay. You're really innovating. I, I, really, I really respect that. Like you're really trying to make the most efficient, best college out. So when your journey so far, what year are you, are you in with Victory Grips? We uh, actually launched a company in 20, I think, well, I formed the LLC in 2015. Um, and I, we, we, we launched May of, we launched a company May 5th. Think of the Mayo of uh, tw of uh, 2016. So we're we're now you know at two two years and a few months and in, into the company. That's awesome. Man. A lot of growth along the way. So in those years, what has been like the hardest day? I like the hardest moment you've had so far in those two years. You mind sharing? Uh, the most difficult moment was. It was a time where, like, I was. It was finding the right material. I was using um, a form of leather that everybody really liked. It was really super soft. It was kind of thin, but it was not durable. <laughs> and uh, the no matter what grip you have, no matter what grips, all the other proper, proper grips, pixel grips, bare complex grips, um, they there there's a um, right by the hand at your thumb muscle, so to speak, um, where the, where the grip kind of forms into the strap is a stress point. You know, if the, you know, if you make a fist and kind of extend your wrist back, so your knuckles are cocked back, you know, that pressure going forward, um, creates a lot of pressure on, on the material. So there was a you know, time where I was like, the grips were ripping at that aspect. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It was stressing me out really bad. And that's when I had to find, that's where I really had to really dig deep and find the best leather out there and learned a ton about leather. You know, they're, um, you know, just from the chemistry of how different chemicals during the tanning process of leather could affect its tensile strength. Uh, and so I, luckily I found a tannery um, in the United States to, to help teach me a lot about that. And they've been great collaborators with helping us determine or create, you know, the best leather possible out there. And that was another reason why I wanted to find, besides trying to find something that accommodated vegan friendly or vegan athletes, was to find something what's stronger how do I avoid this? Um, so that was a really, that was, I would say that was the most difficult time because it was like the design is right and the material is failing me. And it's like, I've done everything. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and so that was, I would say that was the most stressful time. We still get grips that malfunction, you know, but you know, it's part of the game. It's yeah. part of the improvement. It's like, you just keep on, hammering your your weaknesses and making them into strengths 
So as you kind of continue to grow this journey, where do you hope to see Victory Group grow into in the next couple of years, in the next couple of months? Like, you know, not that you're launching out in October. What do you hope to kind of see your, your, your company do for the industry? So my, my vision is to, to be a very a true gymnastics brand within the functional fitness space. Uh, so bringing that expertise, bringing that traditional gymnastics roots and, and trying to cre- create, you know, whether, whether it be through the products or whether it be through sharing knowledge about gymnastics skills, um, where I'm, I'm really trying to be a true gymnastics brand because that is my roots. It's gymnastics. And, and I'm, Really, I think I'm the only grip company that is actually, you know, a gymnast produced these grips, and they're inspired by gymnastics. Um, so, the goal is a true gymnastics uh, brand within that space. Where, um, but then also, you know, I'm teaming up with. I'm starting to like I sponsored Power Monkey Camp, um, sponsoring their camp again this year. Where I just have, you know, I have a deep respect for. Um, uh, Dave Durante and and Shane um, Jarity over at Power Monkey, we shared uh, a, a similar vision of really wanting to promote men's gymnastics to bring more popularity to the men's gymnastics because it's you know it, it needs a little bit of help and it's such a great sport. So um, you know I'm in talks with them to see like how can we collaborate to. to you know, to, um, to accomplish that goal of, of promoting men's gymnastics. And then also with, uh, looking into designing actual grips for the gymnast artistic gymnastics market. They're made of leather right now. There, there's ways that they can be improved. And so collaborating with some, you know, very special people that I know, um, I can't say we're going to make an announcement once we get more traction, but the goal is to come out with um, actual artistic gymnastics grips. Um, So I want to conquer the grip game. I want to be, you know, have the best grips out on the market for to see them in the Olympics. We already see them, our victory grips in the games. I want to see them in the Olympics. Um, So, you know, just be the quintessential making that, you know, ordinary gymnastics grip into something extraordinary that crosses genres, um, that crosses into, you know, artistic gymnastics into, and then and also into the functional fitness aspect. Um, you know, we'll always just be gymnastics. We'll just deal with the, um, you know, with the hands and the wrists, um, dealing with how the hand can function better. So, you know, anything that deals with just that segment of the part of the body, that's what we're going to take on. And especially if it has to do with gymnastics, we're going to, um, we're going to, you know, try to penetrate it. Love it. Love it. I, I, def- I can see it. I see it now. The Olympics, I'm looking forward to seeing Victor groups there. So the last question for you, if you could, so how do you describe Victor Grip, your, your brand, your company in five words, like, like, like just five adjectives or whatever, how do you describe your brand? In five words, I would say, I would say performance, protection, design, 
and extraordinary. Because we're trying to help athletes perform better. We're trying to protect their hands. We're constantly designing and trying to make something that's ordinary, extraordinary. Um, that's what it comes down to it. Um, and then of course we, you know, we want to help athletes perform better. So, you know, we're, we're here to help, <laughs> so to speak. I love it. Yeah. Something extraordinary, something ordinary to extraordinary. Awesome. Well, Victor, well, thanks for coming on. And then last thing, social media wise, you, what are your, all oh, your handles or your handles? You want to put it out real quick? Yeah. Uh, um, it's victory grips on Instagram. It's everything is victory grips and you know, my personal email and I, and it's literally my wife and I that answer the emails for a very small company. Um, so it's victory grips at gmail.com. Uh, so either my wife or I myself will be, you know, will answer your questions. Perfect. Well, thank you for coming on again, Victor. Like, it's been great talking to you learning more about your journey. I think it's so cool to kind of see how a company is kind of building real time. I think that's really innovative for athletes. So, appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much. Yo, thanks for listening to this episode of the Nine Point Started With a Dream podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please comment, share, leave a review. We would love to hear your thoughts. You can find more athlete-driven content at nonpoint.com. Till the next episode, you're only one opportunity away. Peace.